Coming up on Behind the Woman. For the season finale of Behind the Woman, we brought back most of our guests to talk about what it was like to be on television amidst COVID, amidst social unrest in our nation, to hear these diverse stories at a time we will never forget. We were seen, seen yeah. in ways that people have never seen us before. Tune in and watch the season finale of Behind the Woman because it is capsuling moments in our lives that we will never forget. This program is brought to you by the members of WCNY. Thank you. National Grid is proud to support Behind the Woman because of the energy it provides to our community. Welcome to Behind the Woman. I am your host, Dr. Johanna Rogers. It has been an honor and privilege to bring you this show amidst a global health pandemic and on the heels of one of the greatest social uprisings around racial injustice that this country has ever seen. We had to do Behind the Woman this season in so many different ways. And the season finale, we had to use, again, technology and our own creativity to find ways to bring women together to talk about the show, the impacts of their work, and what it was like to take it to television. Our first group is with Lisa Alford, Jody Diagostine, and Shayla Surratt. Each of their episodes talks about what it was like to champion a cause that is so close to their hearts and to do it through a lens of equitable achievement. This is what they had to say about being on Behind the Woman. Hi, ladies. Welcome to Behind the Woman Zoom edition. <laughs> um, as we were preparing the season, it was really exciting because we were going to put the episodes together think about how the, your stories will look on television. And then we had this elaborate plan of doing like a reunion finale of bringing us all back together in the studio. However, 2020 went the way it has gone. <laughs> and so we're bringing you back together virtually to talk about um, being a part of the first season of Behind the Woman. COVID created this like, experience with the show that I'm not sure would have would have been in place had things not happened the way that it did back in March and so it gifted us this opportunity of time to like take it in at least for me even as a host in a very different way in a moment where many of us were still and inside I think that the show also was a gift in just seeing the preview for my upcoming show it was interesting because it's very much a before COVID, you know, so it's a time capsule of, of experiences and things that I took for granted. I mean, I have not been in my office since March 13th. I haven't gathered with people and had the experience of, you know, being able to talk and be in an intimate space with people for so long to see that was kind of actually jarring. Um, and and in, in, in a visceral way, I, it, it was concerning because of course now we were acclimated to this thing of not of being apart and being together actually being potentially dangerous 
So to kind of see, to see again, a time we were together and it was joyous and we communed and shared something was quite poignant and beautiful for me to see that. And also aspirational to also then know that there will be a time where we can do that again. Mm. And, you know, Johanna, I think because we were uh, in quarantine, mm -hmm. we and many others, the audience had been still. And I think that, that not that we would ever want, we would never have thought of this as being an opportune time, but I actually think it was. It was an opportune time for us who we had been still, uh, we'd not been, uh, as you said, around many other people. and people were watching and they were also looking for something I think encouraging. But I do think that if we had been busy going about our normal schedules, that there probably would not have been as many people still. And I think not only physically still, but mentally still. Hmm. So I, this was actually a gift during the pandemic that it gave to us at that time. So thank you. Well, well said. Oh, beautifully said. Yes, I completely agree. What resonated for me is each of you talk about almost like the power of making it through, like the power of going through struggle, um, the power of activating or being an advocate or an ally and like standing up for something. I think if you come from a background like I did where, um, you know, there was just not a lot of anything to be had and then there was all of this chaos around that um, as well, you just look for those opportunities to see where you can give it back and where you can help others heal through a process that you found your way through because um, the emotional side of it just can keep us, I think, so damped down sometimes that just to have another hand out there um, that genuinely wants to help but you can see the path that they walked you gave an opportunity for people to share their path so that others could see it and not only maybe do it on their own but maybe connect and um with some of us too and i i think that's spectacular what would you like to see going forward for behind the woman i think through through this platform i had the opportunity to engage so so many women i didn't know that i think that they their stories their experiences need to be shared as well um, so I know that that's, that's definitely at the top of the list is there should be more episodes. There should be more women. Yes, I would agree. More women, you know, ordinary women doing extraordinary things. As you, as Chayla mentioned that many times we don't know these stories. You know, we may see people at a distance and we may think one thing and, you know, hearing more, you're like, okay. I understand more about this person or wow I didn't know this person is doing this in in a in spite of or because of the challenges they may have experienced because I don't want us to think that um, those if we've had challenges that they define that somehow it's all about overcoming some of it inspires us to do the very things that we are doing mm -hmm. and so I know I would like to see more of that uh, and I would add now more than ever, it, you know, we were seen, seen yeah. in ways that people have never seen us before. Mm -hmm. You know, people see our titles, people see our jobs. Typically they see these public personas. They don't know what, um, what's the wind beneath all of that, that is, that is going on or what created that. 
I think in all of even talking with you all today, just the power of your personal commitments to be to leaving this community a better place in which you found it a year and a half later still is showing up so beautifully in your stories. And so thank you for trusting us with your stories. Thank you for um, putting up with all of our scheduling <laughs> challenges. But more importantly, thank you um, sincerely for being the women that you are and doing the work that you're doing. It is absolutely powerful and transforming the lives of many folks here in this community. Our next group of women, three of them, are dynamic and fierce. They were at the beginning stages of their new beginnings when we first sat down with them. But now Deputy Mayor Sharon Owens, Joanne Yarrow, and Leticia Hall Cannon have taken off. And a year and a half later, they are making huge strides in their position. Here's what they had to say. The first question that I have for the three of you, um, what has it been like seeing this series unfold the way it has over the last two months. The show did a really good job at catching women at different angles and showing the different parts of them and the dimensionality that women have. And so that was something that was really interesting for me to see, especially since some of the women I, I didn't know but didn't know them as much as I thought I did after watching the show. Mm. Yeah, I love the mix of the personal and the professional. So it, 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 was, it was more than just this one dimensional caricature of what, what we are in our work, but it's who we, you know, who each person is, um, you know, fears and, um, and hopes, both things are, are part of being human. Um, I think that was really great. I also was, um, overwhelmed, I think, by the spectrum of emotion. You could be laughing at one point, introspective at another, and then actually crying at another. And it was a, um, a roller coaster in a good way. I'm a roller coaster fan um, of emotions. That was awesome. Your episodes, a year later, even seeing myself, you know, over a year later, you know, uh, 2020 has kind of just knocked us all off. Um, center for a little bit so watching it unfold during covid but then to also see where you all were when you sat down on the couch to where you are today and the impact that you all were making um at that time um or the impact you have made since that time and before that time is just really you know, powerful to see. So just tell me a little bit about maybe that woman that sat down on the couch a year and a half ago and who, you, in this finale episode at the end of this season, um, what are some thoughts about seeing yourselves from that moment to the present? You know, I don't think it's, I don't think there are any coincidences, Johanna. I don't think there's a coincidence that in 2018, the universe was calling this program for this time right now. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that we're called to do things now that are important five years from now, 10 years from now. We don't know it, we don't see it. But I think that what you were doing then without ever knowing there was gonna be a pandemic, without ever knowing about the protests that were gonna happen, this is what was going to be needed for this moment right now. 
Um, I'll say that um, when we spoke, we were talking about paying it forward. And in the same kind of um, text as Joanne was talking about two years ago, so much has happened in the world. And particularly for the protests and in and, and, and my position in govern, government, and it, 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 it's tough. It's a little overwhelming right now. And um, we talked about paying it forward and really being in a position to um, prepare the path for the next generation. And my God, if that is not happening more than anything else right now, um, that's um, what's most important right now is the voices of the next generation of leadership, not only in Syracuse, but all over the country and the world is um, speaking very loud and very clearly about what they want their world to look like. And um, my job hasn't changed. It is um, preparing the path, preparing the way for the next generation. If there was one final thought you wanted to leave with the community as we close out this season of Behind the Woman, what is it that you would want um, the future generations to know and to hear? I, I know for myself, one thing that I want for the next generation to understand is that we can't leave anything on the table. Um, and, and what I mean by that is that if there is something that you want out of life, it's going to be up to you to get it. And, uh, you know, we, we go to the table and we get our scraps and we walk away happy or we walk away seemingly happy. Right. But there's so much left on the table. And I don't think that we always go to the table with the intention of taking it all. Mm. I think we are taught that um, you get what's yours and you walk away, or you get what um, people expect you to get and you walk away. You be satisfied, you be content, you move on. But nobody else does that. Um, the other people don't do that. Our, our community does that. And I, there's enough for everyone. Um, and I, I want to encourage, especially young people, that when they go to the table, get what's yours and get all of what's yours and be unapologetic about it. Like I said, there's so much that I'd like to, to tell young people about what they might need going forward and, and what I, I wish that I knew a little bit earlier, but I know it now. So watch out. <laughs> <laughs> there are some guests who came on the show and set a precedent. Vanessa Campbell and Do It Afraid. Maya Bentley, who's inspiring black female engineers everywhere, and Shadia Tadros, who gave us special insight into what it takes to run and run confidently. This is what they had to say about being on the show. Uh, well, the show has been a blessing in the sense that many of the women that have been featured on the show, I consider friends and um, are really special and um, unique in all of their own ways and now we get to share that with the broader audience. Um, we have a lot of special people here in central New York and a, one, a lot of wonderful women and it's beautiful to see them featured um, not only because they're my friends but because they have a unique perspective and something to offer everyone um, and not only do we walk away with some catchphrases 
but you really get to delve into uh, different careers, different paths, and uh, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to, to get to the larger audience. I really enjoyed it because it's, it kind of gives you a sense that you're with everybody at the same time. So with us being, you know, um, quarantined and everybody's isolated right now, it kind of gives that little glimmer of hope of what I get to look forward to once I get back in these streets. So that's exciting. Um, and I also, I just look up to these women so much because a lot of the women I have, are, I, I, rep, I met recently. And so um, just getting to know them a little bit more through all of their stories, it's really inspiring. And like um, just being from where I was at the beginning of Behind the Woman to where I am now, I, I feel like a lot of the things that I've been able to take into consideration from what I've learned from a lot of the different women um, has been to, to just kind of step out in fear and do it afraid, like Vanessa says. Um, that's really helped me, honestly, in a lot of the situations that I've been in within, within the last um, year or so. Even seeing my interview on TV at the couch, I'm like, I've, you know, I, I've evolved a bit. Uh, I think we all have. And similar to the rest of the women, like I've known many of these women, some just getting to know, some I've known a little bit longer, but um, hearing their stories and um, their experiences has been inspirational to me. I've picked up on so many tips um, to help me through my journey. Um, so like one, you know, we've talked about doing it afraid. I've also that Lisa Alper said, you know, you're not called to be perfect. I mean, that has been uh, very huge for me right now, especially as I'm the way my uh, career is even progressing. So um, it's been an awesome experience. So 2020 has been a wild year and we literally just hit the halfway point. I thought 2018 was a wild year. I thought 2019 was a wild year, but it has nothing on 2020. Um, I think all of the women make very clear that we all stand on the shoulders of women who have come before us, women who have helped us, women who have uh, opened the way and fought for us to be where we are, to be able to share our stories. And uh, so it's a blessing for all of us to be able to share our stories. And we've been blessed along the way, and hopefully we can be a blessing to others. Uh, that's the point of the show that's the point of many of our lives um, it just gives a, a broader greater purpose that we are not alone even if we are isolated because of a pandemic we are far from isolated from our sisters and friends and there's always someone that has our back all of our stories are important and we all i just i just want all women to know that you know whether you are on behind the woman season one or you're on season two or you're not on a season at all, um, you're significant and what you contribute is significant. And I think it's just important that we all understand that. And I love that behind the woman is giving that platform to women to, to show up for their community and themselves and, and, and do that. So I, I just want, I want, I want all women to know that. Even as I sat and watched myself on TV, I was like, who said that me? Okay. You know, like, I feel like we have to remind ourselves of who we are sometimes. And I feel like this experience has been able to do that for me. Um, 
And also, I think it's so important for women to encourage other women. Um, Vanessa's really good at this. Um, so I think that that's something that, you know, we um, as this group of collective of women that were in this first uh, series kind of embody um, in, in each, each one of us in our own way, in our own you know, personalities, but I think it's so important for us to support other women in whatever it is that we're doing, um, even if it's just encouraging us to, you know, do it afraid or to take the next step or to, you know, not be fearful of what's to come in the future and um, be brave and be bold and be courageous. So sometimes you just need to hear that from another woman um, and it makes, it makes the world a difference sometimes. I would say that I would just encourage everyone to keep, keep going, keep, you know, pursuing their dreams. Um, and also to remember, you know, it doesn't matter what we're doing. If, you know, um, all of our stories are significant, you know, and we all add something to each other, to our community, you know, we're doing different things, but it's all for the for the greater for the greater for our community and I think we're all women who are passionate about that so you know I just want to encourage you know these women my sisters to 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 keep to keep moving forward to keep doing what they're doing we brought you a season full of diverse female voices but we could not bring this season to an end without giving some time to hear what men have had to say about behind the woman here's a look at what some of our brethren had to say about this season. This show, to me, is a representation of all of the voices that we've been clamoring for, uh, that there is a platform to, to, to showcase these women, these very powerful women who are doing great work in the community. And so uh, I'm excited about it and, and just love seeing the growth. I love uh, uh, Johanna's own story of, of how she came, uh, taking it back to her hometown. Uh, of Newark and, and talking about her story and, and the other women that have been featured. Uh, it's been really great to, to see and long overdue in terms of what we need for our community. Behind the Woman is basically a model uh, for all inner city young ladies who can actually visualize and see not only the women that are there on stage, but they get a chance to see themselves on stage. And it gives them the reality of, you know what, I can do this. You know what, I need to do this. You know what, I need to step out and, 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 and take my, my, everything that I have going to the next level. It reveals the superhero in the average woman, right? And I think that um, there are many women in the community that really have this, this kind of superhero um, aspect to them and don't often get celebrated. And when I say celebrated, I'm talking about both men and women celebrating because I don't think that men celebrate women enough. Yeah. And so it's an opportunity for us to kind of be able to sit back and, and kick our feet up and, and really um, see the powerful forces and, and beings that are in our very own community and beyond. When you see and hear these stories and you watch these stories, um, I think it's important for us as men to, um, to live resident in those stories. And I think that we're living in a day and a time where the word allies is coming, is coming to fruition. And we're talking about who are the allies, particularly for us as an African-American community and communities of color during a time like this. And we as men have to be stronger allies for our women to uh, allow their stories to go forward, to encourage them, 
um, to celebrate them. It shows you critical points of when they talk about the support that they received. And often, oftentimes, the support that they receive is from other women. And so it's kind of a calling for us to say, well, where are we in that conversation? And how do we show up intentionally in the lives of the people we say we love and our partners? The, the importance of Behind the Woman is that it puts women in the forefront, right? And it, it puts women in a position of power, not because we as men allow them or we as men, you know, are, you know, okay, it has nothing to do with that. It's them putting themselves in a position of power. You know, if you watch Real Housewives, uh, you, get, you get a certain feeling about that. But watching a show such as this, um, there's a totally different feeling. And that feeling is love. That feeling is go, sister, go. That's, that feeling is you can do it. You can make it. Um, and that's the feeling that we need to have, especially in this time and this season. And so I, I'm, I'm proud of her. And I encourage her to continue doing what she's doing, um, continue taking it as far as you can take it. And I believe that, you know, as far as what we're seeing right now, there's going to be there's going to be even greatness beyond this coming um, through Behind the Woman. I don't know that anything could have prepared me more for doing Behind the Woman amidst the global health pandemic known as COVID, or during the greatest social unrest we've seen around racial injustice in our country, if not the world, in our lifetime. But it has been nothing more than a privilege to continue to bring you these stories amidst these incidents to demonstrate just how much more we need each other and how much diverse stories matter. Thank you so much for tuning in to Behind the Woman this season, and we will see you back here again soon. This program is brought to you by the members of WCNY. Thank you. VIP Structures, 45 years of integrated solutions offering architecture, engineering, construction, and development. VIP, creating sustainable structures designed and built to enrich neighborhoods and strengthen communities. Experience the creative, collaborative difference at VIP. National Grid is proud to support Behind the Woman because of the energy it provides to our community.